I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Good evening, Blues, and welcome to the latest episode of the Everton Fan Focus podcast with myself, Mark Finnegan, and Mark Ellis. Hello. On tonight's show, we're going to be looking back at no less than five of Everton's last results, the whole month of September and the recent derby to uh, draw at Goodison Park. Mark, a lot has happened since we last met. It was yep. around, just after the transfer deadline window that we met at the end of August, and um, as I've just said, there's been five games since then. You've yeah. also been on holiday. I have. Got yourself a new job. <laughs> new job. You haven't, you haven't binned your wife off as well, have you? I've <laughs> <laughs> done a Rogers and traded her in for a newer model. Teeth are whitened. Um, it's just a shame that, you know, no, the wife's still giving me a bit of shit, but it's all right. It'll be all right in the end. No, yeah, it's been a period of extreme transition. It has. But, been... but, but amazingly, stability on the pitch in Everton. No, it's, it's, only, it's only me that's been in transition. Surprising, no, really, isn't it? I mean, yeah. Probably the last time we met, it was still very... I mean, it's still very early days now in the season, but yeah. we uh, we were having a bit of a meltdown because we didn't sign as many players as we'd liked yeah. in the deadline. Um, but, you know, results were, were relatively OK. We were just off the back of the, the Spurs draw, if I remember rightly, the last podcast right. we recorded. Yeah. Um, since then, an awful lot's happened, hasn't it? A lot a lot to digest and a lot to get through tonight. So Absolutely. Um, did you manage to see the Blues whilst you were sunning yourself in Salou then? I did. Found an awesome bar called the Robin Hood Bar, which had BN Sports on, and they just uh, are the, the mecca for Premier League football and also League Cup football. I managed to catch all three games while I was over there. I was in pure, you know, I, I didn't sit there with my head and shirt on because I think that's a bit corny, so I was just <laughs> But it was the best. Great bar, I think it was only two euro, two euros twenty a pint as well. So I mean, I found my home. Bit, bit of illegal streaming, Everton on the box and yeah. cheap, cheap San Miguel, yeah. That's it, mate. and the odd glass of sangria when the wife came in. Yeah. Oh right, yeah, <laughs> gotta keep her happy, haven't you? I get you smashed that stuff. It does. So you were, uh, you wanted anyway, um, you know, 
Crocs on round the pool or socks and sandals. Yeah. Yeah. I went for the white socks and the brown sandals for the first two days. I bet you just did. Just to get the old sun off the feet. <laughs> and then when, then, then when it started getting acclimatised to the conditions, just went into sort of fat willies mode then. Full on, full yeah. on, um, you know, full English every morning. St yeah. George's flag draped over the balcony and all that. Yeah. Put a couple of pen tattoos on my fist as well, with a couple of crosses. Love and that. Then, yeah, a couple of Hawaiian shirts. I like, thought you've just got to be a like bit an English more. football fan. I'm watching his country away from home. Yeah. I'm complaining about the service, the lot, mate. Yeah. That <laughs> <laughs> no, was great. Good to be back, though. Yeah. Well, um, obviously. That's why we haven't been done as many podcasts yeah. as we like. There's been a lot going on, hasn't there? Yeah. Um, but now, now that you're back, and now that there's another international break. In fact, we were going into an international break the last time we recorded, so yeah. it's uh, quite ironic that we find ourselves faced with another another one set of international fixtures. Never, never a nice time, is it? Like <laughs> horrible. I mean, no. I mean, it's great. It's always easier when you don't go into them on the back of a defeat. You know, yeah. that's that's yeah. for me. I always remember last season we got whacked by Chelsea 6 3. And I think we seemed to get beat last season every time there was an international break. So there was a lot of dwelling going well, there's, on. There's less time to put it right, isn't there? Yeah, and, and this time you get a draw, okay, not everyone's happy with the draw. But now you're thinking two oh. weeks, get the players back. We all seen the picture of the five lads in the main stand there. If we can get half of them back, then. Yeah. You know, United are going to be in for a game, aren't they? Like a boss football and boy band they were in uh, the main stand <laughs> in the suits. Like somebody's wet dream of five-side <laughs> football, isn't it? Was. <laughs> you almost forget that Pienaar still exists, to be honest, and yeah. Baines. Baines is just walking around with a big mop head and crutches. It feels like he hasn't played for years. But... I know, he's looking like a 90s sort of Britpop star there with his hand, doesn't he? But, I mean, to be honest, I mean, if you think how vital the, the combination of Baines and Pienaar was, to us, it was the crux of, of sort of... Moyes' Everton team won it, you know. It was, it was. To, to the, we don't even, so we haven't really missed them, have we as well? And that, that says a little bit about strength and depth, but it's, has made the class these days, isn't he? Just wish he'd get on the pitch more. The frightening thing about that picture, I thought, was, uh, you know, there was a couple that weren't even there. Yeah. You know, like, so no cleverly, cleverly wasn't there. Bezic's nowhere to be seen. Um, yeah. Morales is obviously suspended, but we'll come to the absentees a bit later then, yeah. Mark. But um, to matters on the pitch... Starting yeah. the month of September, it was a fantastic uh, victory against Chelsea, wasn't it? Yeah. I think um, we should listen back to the highlights. Absolutely. Hopefully that'll do it justice. <laughs> Gareth Bally breaks. There's Brendan Galloway, left-hand side. Back in field to Bally again. Here's Ross Barkley. Naismith, it's very tight. A little step over from Naismith. Creates a bit of space. Brendan Galloway, right-hand side of the box. Fantastic victory it was, Mark. And just listening back there, yeah, 
it, it brings it all um, fresh back into the memory just how good those goals was and how, how complete that performance was against Chelsea yeah also the, sort of the perfect hat-trick from Naismith as well yeah? had the left foot right foot you know he's a uh, it was a brilliant performance then on that day. There was um, no no inferiority complex. There was all right, Chelsea, you know, we all know how bad they are this season, but there's world class players on that pitch. Everton was just brilliant that day. When they didn't they had a game plan, knew what they were gonna do. And just had the confidence to go with it. There was no that's um, that's what we've seen a lot of that in the season. They've got a plan and they know what they're doing. You know, and I think in that game, it was just, you know, perfect, wasn't it? It wasn't... Naismith as well, what stood out for me when I come out of that game was that Naismith didn't stand out as the man of the match for me. You know, mm. he's got a hat trick and he's not jumping out as, you know, he was... He was you could have given it to Stones, Jagielka. You know, you could have given it to Barry, Barkley. Jagielka's been near world class this season. I think he's, he's been brilliant, Absolutely. I know that sounds over the top, but he's been marvellous. Yeah, Gareth Barry and McCarthy have really got their act together as well. It was it was it was a great performance. Perfect of all with that three one. <laughs> what a time, yeah. You getting on that plane buzzing with yeah, that, but I think not I, I think probably a lot of us didn't see it coming because fair enough, Chelsea are, are having a bad bad sp- uh, spell and what your thoughts on that as well, Mark, yeah. in a minute. But I mean, we just blew them away and I've became right out the blocks and you know, Naismith, let's be honest, the past six months he hasn't for me, he hasn't really cut the mustard. He hasn't done much. No. Um, he was in and out the side towards the end of last season. Yeah. Um, but credit to the lads, you know, it was a, a perfect hat-trick. Um, from, from the first goal where he, he ran on, he linked up well with Galloway, who's been another star performer. Yeah. Great little knock-in, great header. And then from then on in, he never looked back. I mean, he got a goal back and uh, obviously yeah. give us a bit of bit of a worry going into half-time. Or was it just... A, yeah, it yeah, was half time, sorry, wasn't it? Yeah, it was yeah. But you know, we were Naismith's first and second, really. The wind was in our sails, and yeah. we just looked like we were going to blow them away. Mourinho was having a meltdown on the touchline, and, yeah. and then obviously with the third goal, it was very much very much deserved second half, and probably put the icing on the cake in terms of a, a complete team performance. Yeah, he's right. It was a classic Gladys Street goal there as well, the third one, you know, um, yeah. highlighted Barclays sort of prominence. Into the team, a useful, you know, he's starting to contribute big, big time now, isn't he? To you know, where it matters, assists and goals. Great run by Naismith. Chelsea fell asleep, and it sort of put me back. I had a flashback. It's not like it, but I had a flashback to when Kevin Campbell scored a key commentary thing on his debut or something like that. Near post, you know, yeah, that type of finish. Post finish yeah. Just a Gladys Street finish. And I remember going. I was about eleven nose down from my seat where that went. <laughs> <laughs> and then just had to get a sat now to find me way back after that one went in, but it was brilliant. It was, it was a it was a great game. And it was a bit of you know, took this took killed Chelsea flat. And it was like being the early kickoff and being on the telly as well. It was like, you know, this is what Everton can yeah. can actually do, and showing off to the world. Spot on and everyone was watching it and you're right, it's the first game on a Saturday, everyone's interested in Chelsea anyway with uh, what's going on with them. But for me the best thing about winning on a Saturday early is then you, you can then watch everyone else fight you know, you know you've done your job and yeah. then you can just embrace the whole weekend of football knowing we've done our business first yeah. stuff. No. Fantastic result. Brilliant result. It was and it was a great way to uh, start the month and obviously yeah. get back to winning ways after the, the Spurs draw. Um just on Chelsea Mark, what do you think's happened there? I think there's major well, if I'm thinking I'm it's it seems to go back to Eva Canero and what was going on and they haven't started the season great, but you know, Eden Hazard faded an injury a little bit there, didn't he? Or you know, wasn't injured. 
they run out. And there was murder with Canero, she'd been sacked and left. Seems to have been that's had the sort of Alan Shearer Barkley guard effect on Newcastle. The same, the same things happened to Chelsea, but then I honestly don't think the players are trying for Mourinho anymore. I think he's humiliated too many of them too many times. Mm. Took John Teddy off for half time, didn't he? In the yeah. Karen Cup, I think. And then I just think if you listen to Mourinho's interview, he it, it struck you as a guy who's lost losing his marbles. Yeah. You know, he's gone from being um, amusing and entertaining to no one's interested anymore, are they? You know. He's, he's, he's almost too clever for his own good or he's too there's no amusement in his in his moaning anymore there used to be but now I don't know I, I, for me I don't think them players when you look at Fabregas and um, I think it was William chasing back Stephen Davis on Sunday that, that's you know them things you notice that's, that tells me the players aren't playing for him I don't think well there's, there's questions I mean you've got the thing with the physio haven't you yeah and then um I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. There's, there's talk about uh, Pedro not being in his signing, and obviously they had the John Stones saga. Uh, yeah, Diego complete. Costa's yeah. got discipline and injury problems. Fabregas, I don't think, has, has been in form for about a year. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, no. many Chelsea fans listening. Yeah. That's my take enough from an outsider. Ivanovic's form has just basically Ivanovic gone to shit. seems to go out the window when Terry's not in the team. He's, yeah. I know he was back then. But you've got Terry, all of that. Uh, Basically, fiasco of it. Um, yeah. You know, even though he played every minute of every league game last season, and was one of the star performers, he's out the side now. I thought it seems to be across the team. There seems to be um, just a real loss in confidence, and maybe, yeah. maybe so. Maybe the, he has lost the dressing room, or there's been too many, you know, yeah. internal issues, well, and it absolutely. just seems to have gone from from bad to worse. Because, yeah, you'd think, oh. Chelsea are beatable, every side's beatable, but usually the likes of Chelsea and that, they bounce back, don't they? Like City, they had a couple of poor results, and then they bounced back and smashed uh, Newcastle, didn't they? That's what the bigger sides yeah. do, and the more successful sides, but Chelsea... But Chelsea reminded me of Man United under Moyes. Yeah. Everyone now fancies it, don't they? You know, yeah. Rudderless, yeah, yeah. Rudderless, it was, it was like, when Moyes took over at United, it was like, you're, uh, uh, what's the word? When your normal teacher's off and your relief teacher come in, relief, well, I hate saying that word. But you know, you, you, the kids are yeah. more, you know, they take the piss a lot more. And, and it seems like that's happened. People just fancy it now. And you can tell Southampton fancy yeah. that. Recently. But um, talking about Chelsea, I think it's karma for the way they went after Stones in the summer. They orchestrated. I think it's perfect karma. Coming back to a nicer team. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I think we'll that end, end sentence there we'll talk <laughs> enough about them and that probably sums it up You've I just think what goes around comes around they thought they could take the piss and act the school they had a bully with us and you know they didn't get what they wanted and now they're having a dose of their own meds I know yeah well nice. does this mean that there's a top four place up for grabs now hey I'm looking Crystal Palace and who else is up there Leicester I'm Palace thinking, and Leicester why, why can't we go for Champions League Palace, place? Leicester and West Ham I think are the three sides yeah. above us and you know they've all apparently had great starts well they have to be fair for, by yeah. their own standards so you know Everton are too badly whereas we've understated in the media yeah, yeah, yeah. which I prefer but I think we'll probably a win, another win or two maybe if we would have you know beat Liverpool on Sunday or beat Swansea yeah uh, or maybe it might take us to go to get a beat a result against United or go to Arsenal and get a result for people to take note yeah but you know you know Looking at them two games, I'm excited. Last season, I would have feared playing them. Yeah. The way we we were because we were we were just we were off from the start. But this season, although it it's not all perfect, 
There's a no, lot of improvements. There's, there's a sense about us, though. You know, there are, I, I can't be one bit critical. There are things that we can improve on, of course. Things that everyone can improve on. But there's, there seems a, uh, like an aura around Everton at the moment where we know that this is the right path to go down. You know what I mean? I think I'm, I'm a lot more relaxed about Everton this season like, than I was last season. Defensively, we've sorted ourselves out. In the middle, we're more organised. Up front, we're full of vigour. We've got the likes of Delafoe, Barkley... And but no Lukaku. matter you know Lukaku's anti-Lukaku fan club, he's he's, he's firing, isn't he? Yeah. He, you know he's got five goals already this season. Assists. Kone's weighing in with goals. Naismith's and weighing. Kone's looking a good player. Yeah. For me, Kone should have come on or started a lot. And there's about six or seven regulars who we talked about before who already either can't get a game or they're injured or suspended. So yeah. you think if they all start to come back to fitness and and form for the Christmas period when there's loads more games you know it's, yeah. it's, it's exciting isn't it and not half these are the that start is the toughest run we've got all season so if we can negotiate the next two games uh, United if we could even get to, I'd take three points it's just alright we have to lose one I'm, looking at, I'm seeing you looking at the fish in this mark there you're, getting a, bit, you're getting a bit sweaty aren't you jumping yeah. off your seat and I'm looking at Nine points out of four games there, We've maybe. Got, I think after the Sunderland game, we've got like Bournemouth and West Ham and Villa. You know yeah, what I mean? and also, if you look at the teams like that, probably putting the hex on it now, but the sort of, the shit teams have got even worse. Do you know what I mean? They, yeah. they, they haven't stepped up, have they? Villa look horrendous, don't they? Yeah. I mean, he signed, what, eight, nine players? I know, like, the, the pro can right to be saying, see, you wanted all these kind of players. That's another issue. But it, for me, Villa... Just look, look a lot worse, yeah, don't you? The thing is, when you're moaning about Ken Wright and that, you're not asking them to spend hundreds of millions on players. You're asking them just to sort of have a clue. A modest amount. Yeah. Modest is all about it. Yeah, yeah. or not just have to beg, steal and borrow. But anyway, yeah. that's for another night. But we, the yeah. week after the Chelsea game, Mark, we went to Swansea. Now, yeah. they have never beat us in the league, have they? I've um, not. I find that staggering to Apart honest. from a year ago when the League Cup... Rubin, was it 4-0? 3-0. 3-0. Yeah, they mauled us. That was like a, a classic Everton League Cup, not interested night. And then last season we drew one all, remember Coleman gave that penalty where Adam Lennon scored. And we yes. drew one all with them. That was in the middle of our purple patch in March. It was. Time, we, we won six. Five or seven, yeah. So we went to Swansea and, um, I mean, we won't dwell on it too much because it wasn't the most exciting game. But, no. Um, Lukaku should have buried the Lukaku field. probably should have had about five. <laughs> he was very wasteful. And to be fair to Rom, he usually puts sticks one away, even if he is having a bad afternoon. Yeah. Um, we were by far the better side. I don't know, you know, Swansea we fans might say, oh, well, you know, you couldn't break us down or whatever. I thought Ashley Williams was brilliant. Yeah. Um, but Absolutely. Look, yeah. we were just wasteful. And I was disappointed not to get all three points, but it was our third clean sheet away on the bounce. Yeah, it was our points. fifth point from three away games, games yeah. against Southampton, Spurs, and, and Swansea. Who we all lost to last season, apart from Swansea, we drew. But and that, with all due respect, yeah, there was there was positives to take from it. There's been positives to take from every game. We haven't been perfect in every game, apart from Chelsea, which I think was close. Um, there's been there's been even though we haven't been playing. Great, we've, we've looked good enough. Do you know what I mean? Even at West, you know, where we've been crap or West Brom. Or Barnsley. Barnsley. Or Reading. Yeah. At, at no point did I think we were going to lose them games. Whereas last season, we would have gone out with a whimper. Yeah. West Brom would have ended up 2 0 last season, no problem. Yeah. You know, I think. This season, there's an, like I keep saying, there's an all, there's a, I don't know, 
and and then inevitability to what I played and it's gonna come to something. You know what mm. I mean? So that's I, I wasn't worried when we went a goal down on Sunday. I think one of the turning points was probably the news that Stones was staying. Yeah. But that night we, we come back at Barnsley as well. Now people might laugh at that, but I just feel from then, since since then we've taken our confidence and yeah, it's not by yeah. all means it's not perfect and we should be turning well, more draws into wins and we we've we've actually performed to the levels where we it probably does warrant more wins than draws, but I just feel like that was yeah. a statement. Well, if and I agree with you. Even when we are playing poor, we're still coming away with results. Yeah, and we're still we're still carving out chances. We create chances in every game. Every game, even West Brom, awful first half. Should have been one nil up first of all. You know with Barkley, but I think that day you're absolutely spot on. If you remember right, that day was when Stones handed in his transfer request. And he was getting all that. He was getting a bit of stick from the fans, wasn't he? Yeah. And at two 0 had that gone south, our season could have gone south with it, you know, because it, it was all negative. I was screaming again, like normal stuff. Two 0 down, meltdowns. Yeah. You know, all of a sudden, then Stone stays. Don't know for how long, but we'll take it for now. Um, Everton win the game five three and complete three sixty degree turn on that season. It seems from that point on. I know it's only Barnsley, but. We've seemed to have sucked that on, haven't we, from yeah. that game? I think we that second half against Barnsley, we saw a reaction from the players since yeah. then. We've, and, and I think this season we've saw a reaction of trying to keep the group together, yeah. adding one or two, um, and and kicking on and, and surprising and, and addressing the faults of last season where we were defensively frail. And we were fruitless yeah. going forward at times. And the likes of Barkley, you know, was, was being... Slated left, right, and centre, had no confidence. The same with Gareth yeah. Barry. Spot you, on. You know, you I could even say it about James McCarthy and others like that. I Coleman thought and was underwhelming for large parts of the start of this season, to be honest with you. But you, this is where people don't give Martinez any credit because they're quick to jump on him. And I've had a few people say to me, he's fluky, Naismith was, you know, but that's good managers, I don't know, deserve a bit of luck sometimes. Or, you know, but I think Martinez deserves an awful lot of credit for the way the defence has performed this season. And he's only strengthened it with Morney, really, hasn't he? He's lost two and uh, strengthened it with Morney. Then, if you think about the form of... Certainly, Gareth Barry is another one who's been excellent, to be honest, hasn't he? For most of the large parts. Ross Barkley yeah. looks a completely different player. And he, he, Martinez doesn't seem to get any credit for this, does he? You know, it's, it's all work that he's doing behind the scenes with his coaching staff or whatever. So I do you think he's set up a really nice foundation at the start of the season. I agree, and I think yeah. the likes you what you said about Jagielka. Yeah. Oh. Don't 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 forget for large parts of last season he was poor. He, he got player of the season in the end because he improved and yeah. he got his act together, and you know people questioned his leadership and his captaincy. But of this club, but if if you want a, an ambassador for Everton FC, it's Phil Jagielka this yeah. season. He's been to quote Roberto he, phenomenal. <laughs> he has. He's yes. been. I think. And I'm not being biased or a typical Evertonian talking shite. He's, up, he's got to be up there with Europe's best centre-backs. This well, I was just going to say, he's, in, he's got to be in English. You look at them English internationals coming up and you yeah. name that squad. He's right. streets ahead of anyone Chelsea's got. Gary Cale. Terry. Shawcross. <laughs> Smalling. Jones. There's not hardly any English centre-backs out there, to be fair. No. Who, yeah. who is there? You know what I mean? It's Jack Hill. He's just... He's not a vocal captain. He's not... Gary Wackett's off Mike Bassett, he's not going to go and knock someone out, which is a good thing. But he's he, he's a captain who leads by example, by the way he plays. He you gets know, himself on the, in, in the way. Just been, that defence, on, on, you know, we had every right to be worried 
yeah, with our derby block and and, uh, and three out of the back four who haven't played in the derby before. You know, we, we were set up to, to fall there. And they were all marvellous, but Jack Elkin was just, uh, you know, brilliant. He was streets ahead of a lot of defenders in, in this country, never mind Europe, yeah. Yeah, streets ahead. And, and as it goes back to, we were quick to criticise these players and the manager last yeah. season, and it is only early days this season. Don't get me wrong, but you know the signs are good, and I'm 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 actually refreshed to sit here and talk confidently about yeah. them for once. So, but the Swansea game, Mark, um, yeah, just touching on that, we should have won. Yeah, and maybe that's where we're lacking a bit of cutting edge and finishing sides off. But you know, another. I think that's going to come as the season goes on. I really do. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, as I say, mentioned them players before. Get more players back, more options from the bench, and we can maybe kill teams off. Um, yeah, Morales. Moment of stupidity at the end of that game. I, I, I to be personally, I was watching it um, on on a dodgy stream. Yeah, probably like you and Salute, but um, <laughs> sunny old swan. Yeah, and um, as soon as he made the tackle, I thought he's gone over the ball. Eh? The, the ref will but yeah. uh, red card him, and I, I, I can't think we've got any complaints about that. No, I had mixed mixed emotions at the time. He was an idiot for doing it, stupidity. But then I had a bit of sympathy for him as well because being brought on in the ninety-first minute of two minutes injury time, I think it was yeah. or three, he's going to be pissed off. And mm. um, he's he's reacted poorly um, to to what's gone on. Man, is bringing him on with two minutes left. I think it's purely that. It's I think he's expected to get more game time there. It's his birthday today, so maybe he's wanted a little break anyway. Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, yeah. But it was, it was moments of stupidity, yeah, probably some frustration in it because he's not getting as much game time yeah, as he'd I like. Yeah, I think it was purely that. It was an, he can't defend it, it was stupid, you know, he's just, he's, he's just lost his cool then, hasn't he? But we draw a line on it and move yeah. on. Um, it was another point, another clean sheet. Yeah. Then we went to Reading. Now, for me, Mark, um, this had echoes of the Barnsley game in, in the, the way the game panned out yeah. to a lesser extent. Absolutely, Reading were a team on the up as well because they'd picked up a couple of great results in the Championship and I think they're in the top three now or four. Even. Um, what made it hard for me was I was in this bar and uh, my sort of family had deserted me to what they didn't stay with me. And there was three, believe it or not, Reading fans in there, right? But they could not have been more David Cameron, Tory boy, that picture that you see on yeah. They were pure like that. So I was never going to get any, but uh, they were celebrating first. And I thought, again, I wasn't worried. I was yeah. sort of, you know, as you get older and you start to see these years go by where we don't win a trophy, you go, go down in the League Cup, you tend to think a lot deeper these days. You know, yeah. We can't go out of another competition, you need to. Um, but Redden, again, it was a bit of a nothing first half. Redden looked more likely than us when that was about Wednesday. Well, I, and I thought Blackman that, lad, to go that Blackman, yeah, he, he had a couple of chances first half, yeah. to be fair, and I thought they looked more up for it. We just didn't really get into gear, did we? No. They were probably, you reckon, I'd say they deserved the one the leader. Absolutely, after. yeah, they did. And it wasn't to say they were brilliant, it was just we, we didn't look at the races at all. It was, mm. again, so many first halves where we haven't been at it, you know. Um, but again, there was, no, there was no panic, there was no, I didn't think at any point we were going out of the competition. I thought mm. maybe we'd take it to extra time, I didn't expect us to maybe win it in the 90, but rather than. They visibly tired, didn't they, as the game went on. You could yeah. see that. They'd obviously put a lot into the first half, you know, trying to close us down and what have you. Um, and Evans sort of 
as all Premier League teams should do against Sheffield as well. Should wear them down. Well. Yeah, I mean, that's what happened. Barkley got his, uh, his third goal mark. Brilliant. Um, goal. Obviously, we'll talk more in depth about Barkley in a bit, but yeah. it was a brilliant goal, wasn't it? And shows sort of different style goal for Barkley. Left oh. foot for a start. Left foot, crowded penalty area. You know, it could have took a ricochet, could have anything. The type of goal that Lukaku would score, I say. Yeah. Similar sort of area, you know. Absolutely. in on the volley or the half volley. Um, it, was, it was a beautiful strike on his left foot. And normally Ross Barkley's left foot shots have been clearing the, the stand this season, yeah. haven't they? You know? Knocked me a few times out. <laughs> That's the three pairs of glasses you've had to buy this season yeah. on account of <laughs> Ross Barkley shooting. But uh, now Spec Savers discounts aside. That's just because I'm pissed all the time when it's open. <laughs> No, but he, for following, following that mark, I thought we again we, we looked like we were only going to be one winner. Yeah, it's, even it's, even like when Barnsley, you know, when we went up three two up at Barnsley and they got it back to three all, thought now nah, we're going to win this. Yeah, because I know it took extra time to do it, like, but there was not. We were just too far too, and it seemed like we need that goal to then get the confidence into our attack and play, doesn't it? You know, mm. the same with West Brom. We just the minute we got it to two one, you know, but like I talking about, we just seem. Inevitable that we're going to get something off the game. We can click, in, we can yeah. click into a third gear. Yeah, that's it. Or Whereas last season, Barkley did a fall on the didn't even have a gear box. Yeah. Now we're going through the gears when yeah. we need to. Yeah, I like that, you know, Mark. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> I might tweet that in there, Robin. People say, well, where was the gear box at Liverpool? If we're getting mended, it'll be ready for United. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we did improve second half. Um, yeah. Obviously, Bar- uh, Barkley scored and then Delafoe scored and Al Habs, he had a bit of a, a Tim Howard moment, didn't he? Absolutely. Oh, I, I, it was a Paul Girard save that for me. That was more... Yeah, Tim Howard probably would have jumped over it, I think. <laughs> but it, no. To be honest, when he hit it, I thought, what a great free kick. But it was it was an average free kick that, went, that, that he should have sit around. I was, I, was made, I was made up for Delafoe, though. You yeah, could just see that he loves celebrating. He was fans, made up, yeah. And there's nothing better than celebrating away from home in front of your own. And a late winner against all them. Yeah. Tory twat. Well, pure. Yeah, I was sat next to them all in the, in the pub, you know, yeah. and they've got no emotion, have they? You know, it was like it's a bit like Luton in the '85s, you know, all wearing the straw hats, the red and stripy, that type. Yeah. Soccer AM was maybe. Yeah. <laughs> They're not like us real football fans, no. eh, Mark? No, going to work every day. I haven't even watched Soccer AM since Lovejoy left, and that, I was about eighteen then. <laughs> so that was Reading, and obviously. We uh, left it late again, yeah. Um, but we th- we were through, and I think we're just crying out for it. At the end of the day, it's it's it's, it's, it's another pivotal result. It's it's a one game in the league cup, and you know, obviously, if you, like we went to extra time in Barnsley, but the the result is decided on the night. Yeah, and we go now, and we've got Norwich at home, and th- every chance to progress there. Every chance. Let's hope we just don't ever and that it and get beat one 0 or something like that. But it, you know, we beat Norwich, then people are. Well, I, yeah, you know, think it'll well be already. Yeah. I don't care what, yeah, I don't care what happens against United and Arsenal. I want to see yeah. us play Lukaku up front, or you yeah. know, if he's if he's knackered, play uh, play. Don't start throwing in Leon Osman and you know and, and no. holding midfield. Like you this team and, and yeah, some other random kids. Rodriguez is like, he's, yeah. He's I don't mind players getting included, and I don't mind seeing people get a chance, Mark, but. Now we go back to this trophy drought. I want to see us really go full throttle to win this cup. The League Cup should be our absolute priority. But there's be... no reason why it shouldn't be. No, you're right. And the FA Cup doesn't even start till we could be in the semi-final by the time the FA Cup rolls around, couldn't we? 
Exactly. Well, dare I say the final? Because the final's in February or something. Finals like that, in it? February, I think. But yeah, March so at the latest. Uh, obviously, we don't go into the FA Cup until January. So he really needs to grasp this, and I think he has. But one trophy in the League Cup, God. Well, for a start, it end that League Cup misery. Yeah. And then, like, it could prove a catalyst to other because then the players will get a taste of what winning the trophy is like, and that brings you up a whole new level, doesn't it? You know. I'd love it. I'd honestly love it if they, if they could do it. And you yeah. know, let's not get ahead of ourselves. No. There's still, there's still plenty of games to but go. But being honest, mate, Evertonians will be Jack and Virgin train tickets. You know, it doesn't say much to Jack them anyway. But, no. <laughs> but they'll be they'll be booking time off work already. I guess. Well, you know, let's. I hope I hope our fans do get excited, and I hope that they are given the chance to get back to to Wembley. And um, no greater fan base you deserve a bit of success than us because. You know, I don't really go away from home myself a lot and now and again, but we've got just the best of the Blood, goals. sweat and tears, they're always there in the thousands. You know, yeah, we could be playing Dijon on a Monday night and they'll be there, 5,000. Got wind at 3 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> 3 a.m., got to be awake. God knows what most of them do for a living, but... I think they follow the Everton. Must Maybe, be if genuine. we can get in on that, yeah. start getting paid for following Everton, I'll be there every week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, full credit to them, they're, so the Reading game that our away fans were treated to a nice late winner yeah. um, and then speaking of late winners we move on to the West Brom game Mark and yeah. in, just as an exciting fashion like the Chelsea game let's relive those moments against West Brom was it, it was a week ago now wasn't it last week ago my last day on holiday Scored again, and it's Jeremy Hale who 
It was a great ball, and to be honest, Delafoni needs a, a big mention with that name, uh, that game, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was absolutely brilliant. And I mean, again, <laughs> similarly to what we're talking about, like going back to the Reading game, yeah, um, the Barnsley game to a lesser extent. First half performances made uh, completely opposite the second half. But yeah, West Brom again. We couldn't really get out of gear first forty-five, could we? Not at all. I think. Honestly, I think West Brom are one of the worst teams in the league. You'll have watched them. They're so negative and all that, but Everton didn't get going at all. Although, there was a couple of moments where we broke forward Delafoe with an awesome ball in for Barkley. He really should have swept it home. wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, he should have just... You couldn't decide what should watch uh, footer, isn't no, it? But the ball was that good. He only had to run onto it right footed. You know, but no, you're right. But you could see Everton were desperately trying to get Delafoe into the game, but they just couldn't get the ball to him. You know, quite a few times he was, you know, cut along the figure out there, but then on the break, we just, you know, they snuffed it out, so they blocked him, he just couldn't get in. Um, I think he spent a lot of time in the middle, didn't it, with Everton, with yeah. Barry seeing a lot of the ball, but with Barry on the ball, you're not really going to create anything, are you? No. Not really. As good as Barry's been this season, it's not going to happen, but, it's, you know, West Brom's goal was, was a, wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for a mistake on our part, really. Well, Howard threw it out, didn't he? And Barry took it. He passed it to uh, Mori. Mori. Yeah. Are we going to call him Mori or Funes or Funes? Funes Mori. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mori sounds good, fellas. I just pictured good Daniel with the phone wire around his head and the wig coming out. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll go with Funes. He ended up with the ball, didn't he? Near the touchline. Yeah. He took out with a clean tackle, and then a ball which looked like a, a pea roller seemed to split our defence, and then Berahino you know, slots it past Howard. But I mean. Yeah. Most people do slot it past Howard, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> You're disappointed if you don't slot it past Howard. It was a good finish. I think it took a nick off Howard's leg, didn't it? It could easily have gone over the bar. That's a bit, it went in just under the bar. But I mean, that goes in and then you're like, oh, you're going to be in for another yeah. disappointing, a disappointing night. I mean, we, we we beat them in relative ease last season, 2-0, didn't we? Lukaku yeah. scored there That, as that well. was when we thought our season was going to turn round after that. Same, know, remember, we beat them, we beat Wolfsburg in the same week. That's right, yeah. But it was with relative ease. And to be honest, although the scoreline says 3-2, this win was just as comfortable in that sense. Do you know what I mean? We yeah. weren't pinned back. We weren't under pressure. We weren't... We had, they had a couple of chances and they, they scored two of them. One of them was But you know, yeah. scores and then... Uh, obviously it was half time and then uh, Dawson scored after the break yeah. Yeah. I, I think you said to me before we started recording I was sick of us conceding headers from corners and because yeah. we were talking about the Liverpool game and yeah. it's true isn't it it was, a, it was a good corner to be fair it was whipped over like, and he put his header away well but great ball in but you know Barkley should have really dealt with that he lost him I mean you know maybe I think it's a good idea that Barkley doesn't go in for corners. He's not. He's not. He's not switched on. He's not really cut out for that side. No, of the he is I mean, honest. everyone has to defend. But yeah, I think they need to be sorting that out. Maybe put Barkley on the covering the short corner because he's clearly. But you know, it was a great ball in. You can't defend them all. Um, and you know, it was a simple header at the back, wasn't it, by Dawson? But it again, it sounds easy to say now after the result, but at the time, I just didn't think. 
I, I didn't think we were going to lose the game. I, I knew well, we'd come back into it. I remember it. sitting, watching it, thinking, oh, here we go. And then almost instantly, we seconds. got the goal back. Yeah. And, I, and I, I think I, I tweeted, I said, this is game on this. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not saying I was right, but it, when we got that goal back, you just sensed. That, it's like Everton sensed blood at the moment. Yeah, they did. going after the prey. I know it sounds a bit daft, but no, you're right, though. if they yeah. get a goal or they go a goal behind, um, it's almost like kicks them into life. Yeah, it's it's the same can be said for last Sunday where you know we scored in the second half, not to the same level, but we looked, you know, like we're gonna score again. We just that goal gives us the confidence. That, and the minute it went two one, I think even West Brom knew that there was far there was far too much time left in the game. You know they couldn't they weren't good enough to see us out, and we had the bit between our teeth. But and then after that, yeah, come off the man, come off. Come off the hour, come off the man, Aruna Kone off the bench, and Darren Gibson. Darren Gibson. It's good to see he's took some time away from late night drives to the petrol station. <laughs> he's to get that in there. He's <laughs> what does he, he do with these days? Cry, Gibson, yeah. I, I couldn't, if, if you were to ask me his occupation, I'm not sure I could tell you what it is. Of all the, play, of all the players brought on on a Monday <laughs> night against West Brom, he hasn't been seen if you for remember, that long. This happened last season, he just appeared out of nowhere against Chelsea, didn't he? Do you remember? And, and the same thing happened. But to be honest, Martinez got his substitutions. Again, no credit, spot on. But it, the thing is... Coney was, was, apart from his goal, was absolutely brilliant money in his play. McCarthy, Barry, if he's bringing on... I know Bezic is unavailable. Bringing on a Bezic... Yeah. Or is he unavailable? What's up? With Bezic? Is he injured? Yeah. Yeah. The, not, none of them have really got a forward pass. But as Gibson, we saw it at times last season when he got himself fit. Yeah. He's always thinking forward. What was the time when he, he, he hooked the, hooked the ball forward to Goodison? Who was that against? United? Against United, yeah. Was it? Yeah, and I think so. You, he's always looking to put someone in. Yeah. So to be fair, it was a real positive uh, double substitution. It, I, it from didn't look positive, but it was because yeah. people don't they underestimate. I think a lot of people underestimate what Gibson brings to it, a, a team. Gibson is far more useful on the pitch than he is uh, driving at night. But, but you know, when he's playing like that, but I thought the substitutions. He got no credit for them whatsoever, and I thought they were you know they changed the game. Well, Coney was just. Marvellous, what you, honest, I mean to say it, I don't mean to be dry. You would, ne- you would was, never think, though, six months ago, that we'd be sitting here praising Kone. No, he's picking for, the ball up, he's, he's looking up, he's, play, he's spraying it, he's passing it, he's getting his, in the box. Look at his link-up play against Chelsea for the year. Yeah. The, the second goal, Naismith's goal, you know, him and Lukaku. Yeah. He didn't put a foot wrong with that. He's, he was, uh, he's getting involved, he's getting goals, he's chipped in with, uh, I think he's got a couple of assists. Um, yeah, and you can tell him and Lukaku enjoys playing with him, you can tell that. That's it, know? and Lukaku obviously was the one to come short on this occasion, and I thought he's done brilliantly, Lukaku. Now to be fair, we'll talk a bit more about Lukaku in a bit, but yeah. he was getting absolutely slated on Twitter um, for the first 45 minutes to an hour, I would even say, yeah. Lukaku, but the thing is with him, you slate him and then he gets two goals and an assist, you know what I mean? And that's that Kone goal, he, he, he was brilliant. His hold up play and then his little, just a little ball in. Kone would be daft to miss that. Yeah. Um, and he put it away. But then again, after that, we sent blood, we carried on, didn't we? We didn't, we didn't rest on our orders, we didn't say, that's fine, we'll take a point and move know down. You know, we weren't happy until we got the three points. And, you know, like you say, Lukaku, it was the goal that helped Lukaku, clearly. He clearly is striking the feet of goals, isn't he? So, you know, look at his his general play on Sunday was was 
his best performance in an Everton shirt. That one, he was unplayable, Sunday, unplayable. but yeah, uh, yeah against Chelsea, um, he didn't get on the score sheet, and Swansea missed a, a shed load of chances. But then, um, you know, Reading, yeah, in the cup, he was involved there. West Brom, he gets himself a couple of goals against Liverpool. So, you know, you'd fancy him now against United's defence, wouldn't you? Not half. No, it's just a shame me. we've got the international break first. I know, we can't just meet them head on, but then it also gives us a chance to get Stones, Coleman, Morales and all that back. Yeah, yeah. But I think Lukaku, he does this, doesn't he? He looks so lethargic, lazy, you want to call him all kinds. But you cannot take him off, he's our only, he's a constant goal threat. You know, he's, I don't know what people want from Lukaku. They want a silky first touch rather than goals, it seems. Evertonians, they'd rather him have a first touch than, than goals. Like I keep saying on Twitter, and I'm, I'm sort of, I'm, I've made, I've made up myself for thinking of it, but I, I just keep saying it's not his first touch of Manchester in, it's his last. Well, in front of goal, you know what I mean? It's just, he's a goal scorer. He is, um, and to be honest, Mark, I said this the other day about the derby, right? Someone said, and I heard them clearly say it, come on, Lukaku, do something useful after about an hour against Liverpool, and I was hey, like, really? I was, I was, I felt like just what, I felt like getting off. I just felt like See, getting off, right? Because the thing is, you could spend all, all day arguing on Twitter about it and there's someone who just comes with a comment and you're like, yeah, I'd rather just try and have a combo with them or something because you never get anywhere on Twitter. No. I said, although, you know, he, t- he tired in the end against Liverpool and yeah, he did miss a chance in the second half. I thought that was one of his best performances in Everton shirt. People are replying to me saying, why? Because he scored the equaliser and held see, the ball up a few see, times. See, that's, that's insulting what, your intelligence. But what, what, what do you want? What do you, if you, can't, if you watch can't that see. match and you can't see how unplayable Lukaku was on Sunday against Liverpool, then for me, you're blind, honestly. Yeah, for me, you've got too much of an agenda against him, for whatever reason, so that, you, so that even when he plays like that, which I agree with you, it was his best performance in an Everton shirt, no problem. Then, then what that say? You're giving the lad no chance at all. You know the guy's one in two almost. One now. When was the last time we had a striker who scored one in two? I can't think. You're going back to Lineker, aren't you? You're going back to Yakubu that season when he, he scored twenty. Who do, who do you want? Who do you want? I don't you, know what people used to sleep beaty because he, would, he wouldn't. He wouldn't run round. Strachwell is. He came and, and he round. won the hearts of, of a lot of our fans. But ultimately, he was shite. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he'll run, he'll run all day and he's, he's got a couple of goals. But the thing is with Lukaku, he's got, he's got that much potential and he's, he's already shown it because look at his statistics. Yeah. I don't, he's probably scored more than 30 goals for Everton now. Five already this season, he's 20 up, last he's season. Up, he's over 40 odd for Everton. And he's what? He's 22? He's, he's yeah. not even 22, is he? Yeah. And physically, he's, he's obviously... I think people... I don't know whether people are blind by the fact that they think he's about 28. I think it's because, you know... Because this board, and I'm not going on a rant about this thinking so small that we spent 28 million quid now, so so people are expecting Messi, they're expecting Suarez because Everton went out and spent 28 million quid, Liverpool pissed 29 million on Fabinho, it's not even noticed. But because we're not used to it, because they, they are gone big with a buy once, then people are expecting, I don't know what they want, He's, but his first touch doesn't strike me as being that bad either. What the about f- his set-up play for the corner? It is. It, he does look lazy at times. I'm not going to totally be blind to that. He does. But I don't... The criticism. The guy presents a 90-minute constant goal threat to the opposition. They cannot rest while he's on that pitch. The thing... Yeah. The thing, yeah. 
And, you know, and whilst he's on that pitch, you've got to keep faith with him. You've yeah. got to wait. Because one like, chance. Yeah, and against Swansea, yeah, he had a bit of a, a bad time. But the, the yeah. game previous to that, he, he played a key role in Everton, wiping the floor with Chelsea, his former club. He bullies defenders. He is he's so awkward to play against. He's not a Flanny Jeffers where he's going to run run around like a lunatic. You know what I mean? I'm not saying Flanny Jeffers no. is the most energetic, like, but he hasn't got that sort of pace. He has got pace and power. But people need to understand that, yet maybe his attributes aren't in his football and play in terms of his, his link-up yeah. or his hold-up play. But he's not in that team. He's in that team to, to frighten defenders. Score, he scores different types of goals, to be fair to the lad. Right, yeah. right foot, left foot, headers. He's yeah. proven that in the past week. In the past, in his last three goals alone. And that lad, he got himself Look to shit a lot of times last season, yeah. Mark. And, and that he goes didn't. unnoticed. Everton were poor last season and he ends up with 20 goals. Everton were bottom... We're, we're as shite as they've ever been under Martins last season and I think it was Christmas time West Ham at home and the club stands out he was one of the, a few players who stood up and really tried to drag us out of that shit you know and you've got to give the guy some credit I mean for me if you slack many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out my solution is plush care PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Off a guy with his, you know, with a threat and, and he's playing the way he is and his goals going in record, then there's no chance for anyone, is there? I, I, I think a lot of the criticisms on just are people think Evertonians always look for scapegoats. They could probably say that about me. I, I do, you know. Yeah. I tend to rant about the same players, but at the end of the day, I support them. I, I, I'm man yeah. enough to admit it. Like when I slated Tim Howard one week, then he has man of the match against Tottenham. I came out and said. Yeah, you've got, that's that it. Kept us in it. See, yeah. We're a team, and we we win as a team, we lose as a team. But the thing is, it I think it comes down to an agenda, and it's an Everton striker, and whoever's playing up front for Everton, people want to see the world from them. With well, this lad's 21, 22, yeah. Big price tag come on his shoulders. Big pressure of playing for Everton. Oh, at the moment we're not that good. You no. know what I mean? We're doing better this season, but we're not. You would say a top side in the league. No. And. You know, we're not exactly playing. We're playing three-four-one football last season. Exactly. You need I mean, players behind. You need, goals. you need players like 
obviously Kone, Barkley, Delafoe were in form. Yeah. He, he didn't have them three in form last season, did no. he? He didn't have Delafoe at the club. Kone no. was cropped. Barkley was nervous. Morales was in and out the side. So if if you've got these players and you know Pinar Morales come back, Tom Cleverley comes back, you'll see even more from Lukaku this season. Because I can guarantee it. Play better players. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I should be his agent. Play absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. Well, I, I feel yeah, I honestly feel passionate about it. I feel it's, it's very easy for fans to just slate the lad. Yeah. And I, I'm a big fan of him. And I am. I, I, I appreciate the fact that what he does for Everton. Yeah. And yeah, we all have a, every single one of them players has the faults, and he does look a bit lethargic. But you know he's six foot four. He's about twenty stone. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? He's, he's yeah. not always going to look like a spring chicken, is he? <laughs> anyway, he's not. He got the winner. Yeah. And uh, two goals and an assist mark. Not a bad return again against his, another one of his former clubs. Absolutely not. In one half of football as well. You know, for me that the winner was was great persistence by Lukaku, but the balling was so good. It, it, that fold deserved the goal <laughs> just for the ball in alone I mean he's, he had Brunt that worried with his pace on the outside Brunt did not know what to do with him at all so it gave Delafold the option and the space of putting it in early which he done frequently didn't he you know so with them, with them balls over Mark he tends to just put this dip on it and it just bounces and it, and it can it, go anywhere it bounced on the six yard box and the keeper was like it was like checkmate. The keeper didn't know what to do. It was, <laughs> it was. I mean, not often you see a keeper not react to a ball in. You know, at all. It was just the quality of the ball in that made that goal. It was. And to be honest, I thought he'd overrun it and it went out for a, a mm. goal kick. But there was he just enough pitch. He sticks it in, and I mean, there was still a bit of time left. And uh, brilliant reaction from the Everton fans. There's nothing better than than an away goal. Our fans. Uh, you see some fans on the telly, don't you? They don't seem to celebrate that much or they just look very um, conservative in their yeah. approach to a goal not our fans <laughs> not our fans we are grateful for every single you're one you're grateful for waking up without a bruise if you go away with our fans <laughs> kneecaps done in <laughs> but um, Ricky Lambert missed the sitter mark he could, you that, know, he could have pegged us back but wasn't to be last season maybe would have gone in that that was a classic Everton moment wasn't it just when you think you know you're on top of the world then the ball comes in and it finds him six yards out. It was as good as an open goal, that one. He should have buried it. But thankfully, it hasn't worked out for him ever since he's been gleeing about moving to Liverpool, has it? But it, no, it was a bad miss, that. We, uh, we held out for the win. Obviously, that was uh, in the build-up to the Derby week then. Um, yeah. What do you normally like on Derby week, Mark? Because I know I, my half-fella doesn't sleep much. I hate them. I can I could, I would happily play 36 games a season if it meant not playing Liverpool twice. They're an ordeal from start to finish. I can't bear. I can't bear. I detest Liverpool to such an extent that I don't even like seeing them play a Goodison Park. I don't. <laughs> do you know what? It sounds pathetic. I know what it sounds like, but I detest them attacking. I detest them threatening our goal. It's just I hate. I hate Merseyside derbies. Always have. I can never relax. It's and we like, don't. We don't win many. It's not like you'd lose any more air about it, don't <laughs> <laughs> it's fallen off my ass now instead of my so nearly done an hour, nearly done an hour there without mentioning your uh, <laughs> shorter uh, than ever now. But, but yeah, you know, what, what about it's just I'm, I'm to, be honest, to be honest, Mark. The older I'm getting, the less I I get less worried about it, and I just yeah. think what'll happen, will happen. And I was excited Saturday night. I was, you know, having, yeah. having a drink, thinking, oh, I can't wait. I can't wait for this. The sun was shining Sunday. Like, these are the games that we live for, you know. Yeah, what I, mean? I totally get that. A Kone over a kick at the yeah. Gladys Street would have capped it, like. But I, I, there's just there's so much anticipation, and 
the passion. I, like, I love yeah. the passion from from both sets of fans, to be honest. And I love I love the fact that we've got a rivalry. You know, if if you were in a city where there's just one club and you yeah. pick a rivalry from twenty eight miles up the road, it's not really a rivalry. No, is it? it isn't. There's no. You know what I mean? There's no local passion there. There's not even though Liverpool we, didn't have a scout on the pitch. We share Brazil. We well, share families we share, and we share. Well, we share. Scouts well, share a lot of things. We stand behind each other in the queue for the bed and milk, don't we? You know, the lackey and stuff like that. It's just one of them. But it was, yeah, the, the whole thing itself, I just uh, don't like it. I like it, it. I like it to going on a roller coaster. But Mark, you, know? you had to be confident <laughs> after the West Brom win. I was confident, but I'm never confident with derbies, right? Because no matter how bad Liverpool seem to be, we'll always seem to. You serve them in how bad yeah. we are. We, we, we all seem to be that much worse so that Liverpool end up meeting us in the yeah. middle. You know what I mean? And, you know, I think if Liverpool had played anyone else that day, Arsenal, you know, not, you know. Well, just that comes down to our cutting edge, though. You, yeah, and I you think know, this your, mental block is... Your Watford at homes, your, uh, your Swansea yeah. at homes, your Liverpool at home. Are we winning them games? If Alexis Sanchez is on the pitch there, that's 3-1, isn't it? And that might be the difference. But, yeah. obviously... Um, we we started with a, I'm not even going to say a weakened defence because that does them a disservice. I'm Absolutely, say a, a very chop and change defence. Um, yeah. We 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 failed to mention earlier about the Stones injury in the Reading game, Mark. Uh, yeah. That was my fault. So I forgot that. But Stones no. come off with a knee injury in that game. He hasn't been seen since. Yeah. Um, we all thought he'd be back with Coleman, didn't we? For yeah. Start. I mean, when I saw the team, I thought fair enough that Funes Mori has been banging on about. He's played in the. Super and Classico or whatever yeah, it's called. Yeah, Bocker. And to be honest, <laughs> probably no. makes the Merseyside derby look like a walk in the park. I've seen that in the time football, it's not really the best, to be honest. It's not the best, but no. the rivalry's a fierce, aren't Oh, it? 100%. If he's played in La Bombonera, then, then yeah. he should be alright to go to the yeah. Galloway started, Funes Mori started. Yeah. Jerry got a start. Uh, Delafoe, sorry. Yeah. Uh, bit, bit Twitter behaviour for him, Jerry, isn't <laughs> um, Coleman and Stones yeah. were out. Naismith um, started and to be honest Naismith's the sort of player who what he lacks in sort of quality people will say oh in a derby he'll give you a battle it turns out to have he had a nightmare to be honest but you know like Tim Cale Tim Cale had a bit more quality but yeah he was he was on our last wasn't he he just he wound people up in derbies and big games yeah. and he wasn't the best footballer he'd probably admit that himself but yeah. um, he rattled people and I think if That's you remember when Naismith come on against Spurs a couple of weeks ago, he, he, he rattled the Spurs players within about half ten minutes. Yeah, I, I think, think he got Eric Dyer's back and a few yeah, of them. Didn't I think he, he got the nod over Coney for probably that reason. As it was, the irony: one replaced the other, didn't he? Um, yeah, and Naismith had a nightmare. Coney, even though um, contributed the a little bit, when said Naismith was was sensational. Uh, what what game was he talking about? The Chelsea game? Well, for me, the Naismith, you know, if he's not scoring and he's falling. Naismith, uh, he didn't do much right on no. Sunday. Um, we praised him there against Chelsea. Yeah, we'll take it away for the Liverpool game. He was poor, <laughs> so anyone in the Echo, um, I don't know, I don't read the Echo anymore, Mark, to be honest. No, I don't. I've I seen it on Twitter, Let's someone come up saying Naismith. Yeah, no, it sounded like I did then, didn't it? No, I saw it on like another Echo podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm trying to get back in with the questions and answers. <laughs> <laughs> Still no. nothing's happened over that, has it? Um, <laughs> anyway, 
chances in the first half. I think it's safe to say Liverpool had more possession, more corners, didn't he? Seems yeah. to have an endless list of corners. Um, yeah, about eighteen in the first half, yeah. didn't they? Be honest, you had to be fair, we had the, the more guilt edge chances, though, didn't we? We did, and much more. It tends to be the way in derbies, doesn't it? Liverpool dominate possession, look a bit more likely on attack, and then out of nothing, we we create two good chances, don't we? You know which. Um, I thought the keeper done pay for him for both of them. Although the first one was a bit more for the cameras yeah. than the second one was. Um, but what I liked about Naismith's chance there in the first half was the ball in from Barkley. Not often you see a ball that central. You know, normally it ends up in the goalie's hands or gets over it. You know, perfect time on it. Ball in Anywhere there. else in the goal and that's it. Oh yeah, it's the quality of the ball again was was you know, Naismith had that two inches to the left it's in isn't it you know mm-hmm. such is the quality on the ball in from Barkley but uh, I actually thought Jack Yelka hit the second one I thought it was Jack who hit it but it was McCarthy wasn't yeah, it yeah it was great save uh, was going in as well wasn't it before we could even uh, you know get to have our warm Changs because it was roasting in Goodison on Sunday as well um, I mean the Changs roasting anyway no matter what because he's <laughs> keep you out on December night <laughs> but uh, before we could get to that, Everton found themselves behind and a cheap goal to concede. Yeah, it was pathetic. Um, a lot of people blame it. No, it, but I can't. it was else. just so poor. If you're going to concede to Liverpool, you want it to be a free-flowing move and, and there's nothing you can do about it. But a ball in. Barkley got some blame there and I can see why. You know, Obviously, he's in the wrong position again. But... Um, Tim Howard for me. Should, got, he, should he be on the striker though? The in that position, three, Barkley. He's exactly. not the biggest lad, is no, he? No, Danny Ings looks like he was in Buddy in Elf. Um, one, uh, maybe at the start, you know. Is that Ings? Oh, I don't know, he's gone. You know, a little, little extra at the start who, who you don't see. He look, he's that small and he's got the beard as well, which just goes with, with, with a few of the Elf cast. Um, <laughs> that ball in is three yards from, his, from our goal. Now, any keeper worth his salt is. Coming out and gobbling that rather, Howard, worse than a star jump, decides to put his feet in cement and stand there. And it was, I mean, the goal, he headed it in almost with an apology, didn't he? No. I just think that some of them, Howard thinks I'm going to get less criticism if I stay on my line and they score. If, if, I, come to, if I come for it and fluff my lines and it ends up in the back of the net. Yeah. But surely your defenders and your supporters watching it would like to see a goalkeeper who's very experienced for international and in the Premier League, yeah. come and command an area. Now, he's not a six-foot-five goalkeeper, we all know that, but he's an athlete, he's got spring. Why can't he come and throw a fist on it? You know what yeah. I mean? Or why can't he come Anything. and catch the ball? And I thought that was just one occasion against Liverpool. Yeah. There was a number where I thought, come and get the ball, lad. Stop yeah. leaving Jagielka and Funes Mori to deal, deal with, with everything yeah. and such close quarters to the goal because... Ultimately, yeah. if the defender's dealing with it, it can There's, go anywhere. There was an inst- yeah, a couple of instances in the second half where you know the ball's going out for a throw in to Liverpool and attacking this area where Howard could have easily come out and got it, but the defence had to deal with it and put it out of play. Tefo. You know, yeah, he's just he's not commanding, is he? Enough. I just think you know. with, with the defence playing confidently as they are, and the likes of Tyus Brown and Brendan Galloway coming in and think, making such an impression. Surely they should be looking to the likes of Tim to, well, to so come and be backing them up with, yeah. with aerial prowess. Like, and yeah. he, to me, his major flaws are he's be, he's beaten quite easily. We know it was near post, and to be honest, when when someone goes one on one, but his his aerial uh, 
lack of ability and his distribution has always been his weak points and yeah. they're the things that he could have you know everyone See, says he's a good shot stopper but he is an athlete that can get a, get about the goal yeah. but why can't he get up in the air and, and get the ball away then why is he why is he leaving it to the point where he should be coming and knocking Barkley out yeah. as he's cleaning it if you look at the likes of great keepers like Neuer I'm not saying he's Neuer or I know Peter Cech had a nightmare at the start but people players like, they take the ball at height now when Howard catches the ball it's always dropping down you know, that's the impression I get with Tim Howard. When the ball comes in, it's always on the way down. You know what I mean? Whereas these keepers come on, look magnificent, jump up, you know, up head and shoulders above the defence and take it. With Howard, I always think there's a risk someone getting a nick, a touch, you know, and beating him to me. He's always just not commanded enough. Any goalkeeper, probably eight, eight out of ten keepers would have, would, have, would have gobbled that up. I think so, and... You know, people might listen to this and say you're sort of contradicting yourself because I was trying to defend Lukaku before. But don't get me wrong, last season I sat here and, and isolated every single one of them players yeah. and that yeah. manager. And I'll give praise when it's due. And to be honest, Tim Howard isn't always bad. Against Southampton away, he was great. Against He's been Spurs, all better away, this season. He has. He's he has, still yeah. not the answer, but, is he? But know? no, to me, I've said it for the past couple of years, I think we should be looking now to build for the future. I don't know whether Robles is part of the goalkeeping plans long term Robles has got his faults he came in for last season and, and you know he done well he was just getting and that's not to say back and then yeah. taken out buddy. You know. but Tim I think he's got too many flaws now for, for what we're for what we're looking for in quality terms and, and his age yeah. and what we're getting we, we need to be looking beyond that now and really investing in that department for the future yeah. because but like said Jack Butland you know, yeah and we're looking like, like said John Ruddy and that who've gone over the years and I know Ruddy yeah. come in for criticism last season for Norwich but you know these are involved in the England set up yeah. and we, we need to be really looking in that area and not just relying on Tim. I think I think because he's been at Everton for so long, you'll get you'll get some fans who just refuse to criticise him no matter yeah. what he does. Yeah. Whereas there's quick to jump on the back of Lukaku That's just like, because he's got a big a big <laughs> price tag. Yeah, it can yeah. be. I think a lot of surely Evertonians watching that on Sunday though surely must agree that the keeper could be doing more. Obviously yeah. Ross Barkley deserves criticism as well, and the defence as a whole for letting it drop but, there, but. Ross Barkley really shouldn't be defending a ball in the six-yard box. Well, no, he shouldn't. Yeah, I mean, that's just not for Jack Elford or Martinez to, to... If you look at Jack Elford, I'm not great, they were magnificent, but they were all at the far post, weren't they? It was Barkley central. At the end of the day, Danny Ings is a striker. Yeah. He's going to be in that area, isn't he? Yeah. And he's going to poach, and that's what he did. But before, uh, you know, before we had time to, to uh, moan and groan about it, we went up the other end. Delafoe, who... He was low key, wasn't he? Yeah. They could, just couldn't get the ball to him in the first half. Well, in both halves, to be honest. Yeah, and then the ball his over. confidence dipped as a result yeah. of that because he wasn't involved in the game. And then he sort of, I think he was trying too hard then. And then his first touch was off. He likes to be the star man, man, don't he? I think the moment when he, he sort of miscontrolled it and went out of play, he summed it up for him, didn't it, really? But that said, I had a conversation on Twitter was that. He was poor, but without without that ball in, we're not getting that equaliser out. Mm. You know, it was another key contribution to a to a, a valuable point. You know, and Lukaku took his goal well, didn't he? Brilliant. Yeah, I mean, and first of all, another terrific ball in. Mm. Uh, Can completely panicked. I think he volleyed it right against um, Skittle, wasn't it? Somebody was putting his nivea on his arms. Really, also been defending, if you ask me. But you know, that's. <laughs> I'm, I'm, <laughs> <laughs> just taking a swipe but now I mean Lukaku it's who you wanted to drop to isn't it you know especially the way he's playing 
No, I, not not many strikers. You, you know that's in the back of the net when he, he gets in that position, don't you? you yeah. know, he, brilliant finish, just a confident finish, wasn't it? You know? That was it then. I mean, at, at half time, it was we felt more relaxed. We thought, yeah, hang on, you know, like you burst Liverpool's bubble a little yeah, bit. Yeah, back to level and. Second half, I thought we were the better side. Yeah, Liverpool do have a lot of possession and a lot of midfielders, but I thought we were the better side. Yeah. I, I thought we looked hungry. We we went for it. We look. Yeah. We, we were not just prepared to settle for a one all, and and that's been the case in the games we've talked about earlier, where West Brom, Reading, where we have got back level. Yeah. Eventually, but we've gone gone for broke. Maybe we could have done a bit more about the Liverpool game, and maybe Roberto, maybe. It was a bit. It was a bit like straight swapping his in his subs, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, Lennon, who, who didn't, he didn't do an awful lot when he came on. He had a chance, like, but I thought Coney should have come on a lot earlier. Yeah, I think that could have made a bit because Coney's influence now is a bit unpredictable, and he players won't know what they're coming up against with Coney. No, but he's played in confidence, which yes. makes him, which makes his unpredictability a danger. And he's linking up well yeah. with Lukaku. Yeah. So, but I thought, I thought Liverpool were really poor second. They didn't, I didn't feel under threat at all. They were, they were attacking. Storage is clearly. Can't remember how it making many saves. But no. I mean, the only other subject really from that mark is the, the performance of the referee. And oh. I don't know about you, but I mean, as soon as you see the appointments, uh, you get Jack to get, well. Yeah, you get your doubts then. But even for the first half, I was on the left hand side of Gladstone, and the, the linesman. He must have missed. The ball went out of play twice and he was looking to play the line. There was just so many incompetencies. Yeah. And our fans were like, looking at him, going, do your job. There was a couple of offside decisions at the street. Was, yeah. it, so it, it ran right through the officials, to be honest. Atkinson with the... Uh, the whole team? The quick free kicks. The, oh. Luke, the Lucas incident. The, the, uh, was, Ross I, Barkley. With yeah. <laughs> and I thought the Ross Barkley and the Emery Charm was handbags, but he, he gets his cards out. It was embarrassing, that. Yeah. I thought Atkinson... Lukaku and Sacco as well. Uh, to be honest, after the game, I never spoke about the game, I just spoke about the referee on Twitter because I was absolutely disgusted in his performance. It's like the guy was unremorseful that he was with Liverpool that day. He was going to, you know... He clearly has got no conscience given what he'd done to Roswell a couple of years back. The cleanest of clean tackles, yeah, he lets Lucas get off with about, what, nine? Maybe eight or nine challenges that were bookable offences. You know... Lucas had enough to be suspended for the rest of the season in one game there, and, and he didn't even get sent off. He got subbed. I can sum to this. There was one instance where my head nearly fell off. Was when Everton were trying to play a quick free kick down the right, and Atkinson blew off when we had a chance to sort of break on Liverpool. And then second half, exact same, almost identical situation. Same again. We're out of position. Liverpool play a quick free kick, and he's like that way even forward, pants down, rounds his ankles. You know, I know it sounds. You know, but he, he, it was three bags full. I said, you absolutely. Why have we got a red shite referee in this game? He was unremorseful, wasn't he? He couldn't, he couldn't, I don't think he gave us one decision against that. It was it, it was 90-10, easy, in their favour. I just thought, you're spending billions on players, that's where I go off on a tangent. You don't need any help off referees, but they're still getting it. Maybe this devil's back runs deeper than the most, but, you know, Atkinson... The FA should know better known, to put him in charge. A known Liverpool referee should not have been in charge of that. I mean, you know, he bottled it, Lucas, he didn't bottle it with Rodwell. And that's the difference. That's the difference. If that had been Gareth Barry doing all them fouls, we'd have been down to 10 men. No problem. Absolutely disgraceful. And it's gone and reported. It's like, it's allowed. How can you allow a guy like that to put in a performance like that and, and then 
just carry on. It completely undermines the Premier League. Incompetency yeah. to the, the highest level. Yeah, it's a disgrace. But that's enough about Atkinson before you snap this table or this top or something over my head. Um, but obviously it was a bit of a... It was cagey at times, but I, I was proud the way Everton played. Yeah. Maybe we, a lot of our fans sense that, you know, we're never going to beat Liverpool, the time was now. And it was disappointing, but yeah. I'm, I'm looking at the overall picture and I'm thinking, you know, We've got three wins, four draws, and just one defeat so far this season. Um, yeah, I mean, at the time I thought missed opportunity, well, but I, we've got something to build on, no matter. Yeah, we, we have. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm talking overall here. I know the Liverpool. We've drawn too many. Obviously, we want them draws to turn into wins, and if we if we if we had done, we'd be probably third, second, second place. It yeah, could easily be five two one that that exactly you know, easily and I think you know if we beat Swansea or we beat Liverpool or we beat Watford then we are we're, we're in a much better position but I still still think there's a lot of positives Not to enough. come from that and um, we're going to listen to what Roberto had to say after the game in a second he he, he said that you know if it wasn't for Mignolet we, we probably would have got more out of the game and um, yeah Obviously, there was them chances in the first half. There was a couple in the second half, but I think overall, there's lots to be positive about. He also talked a little bit about um, like Galloway and, and players like that. To be honest, I want to talk to them in a bit more detail yeah. in a minute. But the likes of Funes Mori, uh, Browning, Galloway, Ross Barkley, Lukaku—they're all kids who I've just named. Yeah, I know Funes is a bit older, but they're all kids, and the way they performed in you know in two 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 of them—it was their day. Sorry, oh, three of them. Yeah. Browning played at Anfield in the last year. He did, year. yeah, come on. Galloway and Funes Mori, you know. You know, breathtaking. Head and well, Funes Mori's second half. Look like being in the Premier League for three, two, three years. It was like Ratcliffe, well, not quite Ratcliffe and what, but you know what I mean? It was like it didn't impact on us at all in being a new starter or we didn't have to compensate for him being in the team in any way. He just slotted right in the second there's, half. Yeah, I thought he was going to get on with it. Yeah. Galloway, just different class. Well, anyway, this is what Roberto had to say after the game. Thanks, Brownie, Brendan Calloway and Ramiro Fusmori, I thought they were uh, all outstanding. It's not 
So he, he mentions there about the reaction, and I think what we've spoken about, Mark, is the fact that we're going a goal or two behind to then see a reaction. That's probably a fault. That's something yeah. we need to work on. But the fact is, last season, we were going to go behind, we were seeing no reaction, and we were lifeless. We were rudderless. We were leaderless. Yeah. We lacked creativity. We, we lacked a bloody clue at times. At and this season, we're being... We're going after people, and he, he is proud of his team's reaction. And I know he gives a lot of spin, Roberto. But um, I was, right. I was proud. I'm proud. I'm proud of the way we're playing this season so far, Mark. And it's restoring a bit of faith in this manager yeah. and these players because I know, I know the capabilities are there. And I'm not just talking about Roberto's first season because you know there's different players there now as well. Yeah, I know Everton. I've got the capabilities to do something special. But I always just feel like we never help ourselves. And I think now, with with the players that we've got out currently, if they all come back in the next two, three, yeah. four months, I think we could do something memorable. Now, whether that's winning a League Cup, whether that's finishing fourth, fifth, you know, last season we finished 11th. Yeah. So people could say, well, finishing 10th improvement. Well, no. no. Actually, Everton have been top six and seven for the past 12 years. Easy. We yeah. need to be up. Back there again, fifth. Who knows? There's, I actually, it's yeah. more like a top seven this season. Yeah. Your Southampton, your West Ham's. It's who can keep Palace it up the longest. Now, yeah. if Everton can consistently, yeah, they've only lost once so far this season, and they've got dealing with injuries and suspensions yeah. so far, and injuries to key players that don't get the media attention. Seamus Coleman, John Stones, Tom Cleverley was was brilliant for the first two three yeah. games. He was going to be turn, he bought him to be a first team regular. He's out. Yeah. Who else is injured? You've got Bezic, um, you've got, got McGeady, you've got Pina, Morales suspended. Yeah. Who else? Luke Garbutt has been injured, Leighton Baines. The list goes on. Yeah. When you talk about it and you think Galloway's in there, Browning, Funes Mori, they're not regulars. They shouldn't be playing at the moment. But they're stepping up. They're you stepping know, up. So, so then. And then when you, you, you people who come in, you replace them, step up, that's when your squad, squad looks stronger. Exactly. Because, you know, if you remember Lukaku went off injured last season or when he, when he joined and he looked massive, massive gap up front, you know. Um, it's that type of thing. But now we're not missing Baines, we're not missing Coleman. To, well, we are. Of course we are. But they're not, it's not hurting us as much as it used to. Because you've got you know the quality I mean? in, in depth coming in. Like you say, yeah. We, to be honest... We, we moaned about the lack of signings, didn't we? Yeah. Because we feared, but we don't know much about Tyus Brown and Brendan Galloway, F- Funes Mori. Yeah. We didn't want to have to rely on the likes of McGeady. No. Um, with all due respect, P- uh, Osman and maybe some would say Pina, Kone. But these players, I'm hoping, the likes of Osman, Pina, McGeady even, Hibbert, Coleman. I know people would say, well, I don't want them at Everton anymore, and I've openly said it in the yeah. past, but if they can get back to fitness... And if they inform and, and play their respective part in the three competitions that we're going to ultimately yeah. be involved in, yeah. if we keep going in the League Cup, then I'm excited. I am. There's, I can't. I love a good moan, as you know, but there's not. I, I just can't find it within me to be to be critical of this Everton team. That it's a team that I think is firmly on the right path. I hope this doesn't blow up in our faces and then you know we're looking stupid. But there's just an. A, I don't know, I keep saying it, there's just a feeling around this team, not the club zone, but the team itself. You know, that we are starting to realise how good we can be, you know what I mean? I think we, I know it's, you know, we, 
we've got a really tough couple of, you know, if we can come through this next two games unscathed, I think the belief's going to go through the roof. Well, to be honest, Mark, even if we lost against United and Arsenal, yeah. I'd still be confident about the way we are at the moment. And yeah. Obviously, I don't want us to lose games, but... I think coming through unscathed would, would lift us to a lot, you know what I mean? Like Yeah, of course, yeah, of course. And I think, obviously, Christmas and November yeah. is, is a busy time. Yeah. But I, I, I feel like the belief is, is being... It's being instilled back into this Everton side, and when we when the chips are down, we've got the players who can who can drag us out of it now. Yeah. And defensively, I couldn't be more proud of the way we've turned it around defensively. Um, and not with know, that regular back four. It's not like he's exactly. It's he's had to cope with injuries. The worst. Look, look, look at Phil Jagielka. Yeah. How he's turned it around. Look at Brendan Galloway there. Brendan look Galloway. at that Funes Mori. He looks a snip at nine million. Yeah. The other day, didn't he? He did just slotted right in next to Jack Yelke. Like I said before, he just I was I was I was really pleased for him second half because he looked a Premier League player, didn't he? he Aerial. Above yeah, control on ball the ball. In fact in fact he getting his confidence. He was going on a fifty yard run when he's if you remember in the second half. I was made up for him. Browning is less spectacular than Galloway. I think we can say that, but Galloway is you know, you're looking at another John Stones potentially there. He's that good. What he about Galloway's tackle against West Brom? Yeah, I mean, that was about, what, a minute before yeah. we scored uh, to make it two each. That would have made it 3 1, I think, wouldn't it, with Berrino? He gets forwards as well, Alan. Yeah, and he, want, no, he wants to get forwards as well. He's not just being told to do it and, you know, looking like Unsworth down the left in the 90. From that position, no. He, he, he was a centre half, I think, one of the MK Dons. That position, Baines, Garbutt. Oviedo, let's be honest, he's not going to be involved too no. much this season. For now, then, now to us end up playing with Galloway and we've just we've found another star. We could end up with three bloody, yeah. three quality left-backs. Well, we have, we've got three quality left-backs and when they're all yeah. back to fitness, you, you wouldn't kick Galloway out of the team at the moment, would you? I think yeah. It comes down to, like, Robles last season. But it also keeps letting Baines on his toes. Yeah. He's not going to drop the leg in the left. I think Baines, that, is, but... Baines isn't getting any younger. He's getting more injuries, isn't he? Yeah. Um, but even Garbos, you're thinking, well, what, what, is he going to find a place in centre half for this Galloway? A lot of people will disagree, but I've seen Garbo live, and he's, he's he's got it all. If he wants to, you know, he's yeah. got pace. He can defend. He can get forward. He's got a great ball in. That and, is, you know, that's at a really exciting real position. Sense of, you know, a, a strong team coming through here, isn't there? You know, like a bit like United, maybe two. Dare I say, it's that certainly got that. Level of quality going into it. Fighting for positions. I think we've got the best defence in look, the league. Look, look, at the, look at the midfield, you know. If you think you've got Barkley, Cleverly, uh, sorry, Barkley, McCarthy and Barry, three really informed players. Yeah. McCarthy goes under the radar a lot. Um, but then, you know, you've got Bezic, Darren Gibson. Yeah, if you look at... Um, Cleverly. You're right. That's, that's our strongest position, but now defence is looking at our strongest position. So then, you know, we did let ourselves down with not getting another strike here badly. And, but if we can sort of keep it going until January and then then do what this board never does and strengthen properly in January and really go for it sees it. then there's, there's possibilities but what I want to say is if you look at how City have suffered with our company and they look hopeless at the back forget yeah. the six goals you know for us to lose Baines, Coleman and Stones and, and still defend to you know the level we have been West Brom aside a little bit you know for great credit to this the management, I think. Anyone, anyone else, though, any, any other side in the league, make, make, making up the numbers like that with a makeshift 
makeshift yeah. defence. It's a two two page spread in the news. Oh, you know, this <laughs> kid's come in and yeah. there's nothing. There's no mention, is there about Brendan Galloway? There's no mention of this. And to be honest, that's Long just always the end. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's low key in it. We'll just go about doing our business. Yeah. Like, I'm fully confident that we can get a result against United. Who, you know, they're yeah. not short of ideas against Arsenal, didn't they? So just got blown away by Arsenal's quality in the first eighteen minutes. But United, I always struggle to see how they win so many games. It sounds mm. like I haven't got a clue, but you know what I mean. But they, they you know, they, they've got good players, and Marshall certainly looks the talent, doesn't he? Up front, you know, and, and he's he's got that sort of new club. When he's at the ground running and he's scoring goals, he'll, hopefully he'll start a little bit of a dip against us. Yeah. Um, but but good players never. I always remember Ronaldo. He never seemed to do much of good or something. You know, did you know? But never seemed to terrorize us the way he did other teams. No. You know, I think Marshall's nowhere near that. But hopefully we can start to do what we've done to them the last was it three seasons now. I think we beat them three seasons on the spin. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully. Make it four, and, and, and this team is going to look, particularly when you see that top four, it doesn't look the strongest top four in the league. If we can start getting in there and, and start making a move. Well, it's United at home, Arsenal away, Saturday yeah. tea time, that one. Yes. Then Norwich in midweek, then Sunderland on the Sunday. Sunderland at half on the Sunday. Who picks these? That's a rough one, man. It's been moved, Annie, because it was a Saturday. I feel sorry for the Sunderland fans that are coming down early on as well. I just feel sorry for Sunderland fans in general, to be honest. (laughs) To be honest, can we have the bottom three the way it is now? Sunderland, Newcastle, Villa. That's everyone's everyone's favourite bottom three. The league would be so much quieter, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? It would be peaceful. Yeah, don't like any of their fans, to be honest. (laughs) Or the managers, to be honest. One of them just lost the manager, but. Yeah, I forgot it's gone, hasn't he? So, Mm. you know. Um, No, but. These are games that after Arsenal, they just they all look winnable. You know, Arsenal away, I'm not going to say we're going to win because we never really do, do anything no. at the Emirates, do we? But um, you know, and they're playing some quality football, but they got Bayern Munich right before them as well, so you don't know. Yeah. Um, what kind of an effect that? There's a lot that can happen, isn't it? I mean, yeah. we could come back at the end of this month and be looking back on a few disappointing results. Let's hope we're not. But the way we're playing at the moment, I've yeah. got no no reason to believe that we will. So, I mean, yeah. just to finish off, Mark, there was a, we've mentioned about the injured players that we've uh, yeah. got out at the moment, some informed players as well. We've touched on it slightly, but I, I, I know I wanted to just have a quick word on uh, Ross Barkley before we finish up. Yeah. Um, was there anything else you in particular you wanted to discuss? No, just um, I, the team itself, I'm just really impressed with us, even though we haven't played well for 90 minutes, you know, we haven't been blown, we haven't sort of destroyed teams or, what I'm trying to say is, it's obvious that, you know, there's there's massive potential there and I'm really pleased with how Martinez has turned it around because I wanted him gone last yeah. season. Yeah. I'm pleased for him because I, you know, fell in love with the guy the first season he was in and we just, I don't know, he seems to have understood now where we're going as a football club and I think, you know, my thoughts on the board are clear, they, they, they undermine it a little bit with what they do, or a lot, but, on the pitch, we seem to be a good side, and I think everyone's realizing now that we're a good team, you know. And I'm really pleased that we're playing this way. I'm totally relaxed about us, yeah. Which is wasn't the case at all last season. Well, that's good. Yeah, it's good to hear. I mean, yeah. since, since we probably started recording the podcast, I think this is the twenty-first episode. Yeah. There's been about three that have been upbeat. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, let's enjoy it whilst we can. But absolutely, yeah. I'm I'm quite relaxed to be honest, Mark, and I think Roberto's just like basically. Pardon the, the language, but he's grabbed grabbed the club by the bollocks and just said, you know, 
last year was hopefully a blip. Yeah. This season we're gonna we're gonna prove to everyone that it was a blip. Yeah. Maybe Europe did hamper us, and we're gonna come back fighting this season. And so far, yeah, it's up. It's not perfect, but it's been a good start. Absolutely. And I'm, I'm I'm confident, and I'm, I'm glad that you're confident as yeah. well. And and I know we put out on Twitter, didn't we? Um, yeah. Just to basically get the feeling from our fans, because obviously. No matter what time of day or day of the week, you've got our fans going on a mad one on Twitter. But absolutely, we just basically put it out there to say, what's your assessment of the season so far? Still only early days. Yeah, we had Neil Martin um, tweeted in uh, on the field. He's really happy, especially with some of the outstanding youngsters. The squad strengths uh, a worry. Um, Galloway's been that good. Baines may find it hard to dislodge him. Uh, I agree with that. Yeah. yeah to be honest, he's been fabulous and the highlight of the season. Was the stone the stones turn in his own box against the schoolyard bullies? That was uh, yeah, his favourite moment. And he goes on to say Barkley's good in the number ten role. Lukaku an absolute beast in some games. I wish fans would get off his back, which we was said all anything. And Ben's tweeted then very hard to beat with the form of our defence and Barry McCarthy are giving us the platform to win games. Yeah, go under the radar then too. Yeah, see. and they've really improved this season. Yeah, hasn't uh, Joe, uh, 1878, Joe tweeting, uh, don't look as predictable as last year. Poor finishing is letting us down, but our youngsters are boss. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's standing out, isn't it? Uh, Jeff Atonian uh, puts, we're boss. John Stones, Barkley uh, made Cam Flapper. Um, Lukaku, cost, Lukaku is the equivalent to Costa. We're getting top four. Um, Galloway is compared to Alaba, <laughs> and, he, and he loves Jerry. A lot of people don't like uh, Delfo, but I don't know why that is. Um, I'm guessing as well as well, Slea Gravel tweeted him. Uh, the future's bright, excellent young squad. Uh, the back four is sorted for years, very solid start. Richie Moore tweets, uh, massive improvement on last term, although his missus is now being bla- is, uh, blamed me for last season for, for no season ticket now. Oh, so he must have uh, <laughs> Give it up because must have been fickle. Season, well, you, yeah. you will pay for your fickleness. <laughs> um, and then there's a, we had a few people turning. Um, Mr. Lee tweeted in uh, Martinez looks to have learned last season for learned his lessons from last season. We look hungrier, sharper, and better defensively. I agree with that, yeah. I thought, yeah, the hunger's back, isn't it? You know, um, we look sharper, though, yeah. we look fitter and yeah. sharper, yeah. Uh, Greg, he's put in. Um, they still need a new top goalkeeper who commands his box and stops losing his points. Well, I mean, let's we're not we're not going to disagree it, with yeah. that at yeah, all. Yeah. Um, Dean P. Mums um, tweeted then big improvement on last season, but that won't wouldn't be hard, was it? We still need a keeper, a striker, and a number ten. I, I totally agree, and this is where I think you know. Uh, that's where we ought to have strengthened in the it's, summer. It's, it's Ibs, isn't it? We're doing okay. But if we would have if we, if sealed the deal for, I'm not saying a Yarmolenko, but a, a player of that ilk. Well, or you could see us winning that game on Sunday. Exactly, because yeah. you've got that cutting edge to your, to your squad. Yeah. And the last one, a few, a few priests. Uh, he's put a good start. The squad is as good as it's been for years. Just got to keep going every game in the Premier League. Loving me. He's loving <laughs> it, yeah. We all do. That's fair enough, you. <laughs> but I think, I think that's the thing, like... Obviously, Funes Mori, with the exception, we're relying on the likes of Brown and Galloway to come in. And but yeah. these, these lads, it's it's good that they're good enough because if they were not good enough, we'd yeah. have a very much. It's makeshift at the moment, but it's makeshift, and we're, we're lucky that we've got some quality youngsters there because otherwise yeah. we'd just be making up the numbers. 
with kids and it might not work that way and confidence is key And but I think that overall the confidence is there within the squad I just uh, wanted to end by saying um, I think what typifies it is Ross Barkley and yeah. Um, yeah. I've seen him basically become it looks like he's just become a, a, such a mature footballer Almost a man in the past like, yeah yeah I mean we all know he's a man anyway but yeah but you know what I mean he's, brought, he's come of age even yeah. you know even his little set two with uh, Emre Chan the other day yeah I just thought to myself, he, he's, exactly. he's got it now. He's got the bit. He's got the bit between his teeth. Yeah. And players are scared of him, and he's just he's he's, he's doing these little fancy touches, and he's knocking the ball around. Last season, he's doing a pass too many, or he's doing sign a bit of daft, bit of skill. Yeah. This season, but I think you can see the double up on him. Yeah. He's trying to stop him, and he's he's banging in free kicks. He's got three goals. He's got assists. He's linking with up Joe, with Zelofo. Yeah. He's linking up with Lukaku. He's just. He's such an exciting prospect, Barkley, and I'm I'm so made up for him, especially after last season with all the boo boys, and it was yeah. again, couldn't like the Lukaku system. I think a lot of it was unjust. People just look for people to blame, and Ross because he's like at the forefront of our creativity. It's a big weight on the shoulders. Yeah. If he had the ball twenty yards out, people wouldn't expect him to ping it off in off the bar. I know, like uh, Rooney esque. You know what I mean? It's not going to happen. Totally agree. It's a weight of expectation on these young lads. And all the lads we're mentioning here, they're like 21, 22, even younger. Some of them tell a foe's 19, isn't he? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you're and, talking 10 years worth of players. And all they're paid a hell of a lot of money, but there's a massive pressure at Premier League clubs. Yeah. A massive pressure at Everton. And ultimately... It's with the way season, So the pressure's on, the microscope's yeah. on even more. So I just wanted to end by saying that about Barkley, that I'm so happy to see him turn his form around and he's, he's inspiring... It's an inspiring form at the moment yeah. for this club. I second that totally. He's almost, you know, being like the Paul Bracewell in there, that, that sort of, you know what I mean, calling up what's the word, link between midfield and attack. He's perfecting his number 10, isn't he, role, which he's had to do um, in that position because we, we didn't get what we wanted in the summer. But I think, I always I thought Barkley would be better deeper, but he's proved me wrong totally. Such a ball player, yeah. such he wants Just, the ball. But you're right, attracts lads. Yeah. So he frees up space for other players. But, you know? the, but that's it. If, if if two or three defenders are chasing after him, Delafoe's got space, yeah. Batman has got space, you know, Lemon, play, in that case, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even further back, McCarthy or Cleverly when he comes back. I'm I'm, I'm, right. I'm I'm excited by his form, Lukaku's form. And overall, the team, to be honest, defensively, yeah. I, think, I just think maybe we need to maybe look at an investment in the goalkeeping department in the future. And I agree with the lads, what they've tweeted there about the number 10 and the striker. That doesn't go away just because we're doing okay. No, it doesn't. The need for that doesn't go away, but it's, you know... That's what we can, the key is to keep everybody fit. That's Absolutely, it. Absolutely, because we can't afford... But we're not, we're not doing that at the moment, though, are we? So it's no. like, if we get injuries... I think we Lukaku, Barkley, Delafoe fit and they've been the sort of the crux of our good good starts of the season haven't they a little bit you know we can't afford, I mean apart from we can't afford Stones and Barry I know it sounds daft but we can't afford to be losing the likes of Jagielka your Barry now your spines no. your McCarthy's you need to keep them fit and keep them in form and keep them playing well yeah and let them let them go under the radar but let them keep ticking over whilst we're getting results absolutely and then introduce the likes of your PNRs your Morales is, you, and then put obviously Stones and Coleman will probably get the places back straight away. Leaving these players off, we're just going to win the league. Exactly. Bain, you know, <laughs> you've got Baines. Cleverly, cleverly was 
probably one of the best best players for the past. Brilliant, played four Hampton. games. Southampton, fantastic. Absolutely fantastic, and you yeah. can see why Roberto's bought him. But you know, there's lots to be excited about, and obviously we've got them games coming up, Mark. Yeah. So we'll have an awful lot to talk about um, again. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> just on the, the schedule of podcasts, but we we do them. We'll do them more frequently now yeah. that more holidays out the way. And yeah. It's been quite busy, hasn't it, really? It's been um, mental, but things, things have settled on. down now, so we can start uh, start making it regular. I know people have gone without their little... I've had a few people say, I'm missing me fix, which is nice. Uh, so hopefully we can... Well, it's nice if people if people want something to listen to. This is probably the, a good time to do one in the international break. Yeah. Obviously, we've done a long recording here because we've covered a lot of games, but um, this will build us up nicely to the United game. I think we'll... We've got a mate out me who's a United fan, Dan, yes. who we'll probably do a United preview with. He was funny last year, I like Dan, he was uh, yeah, downbeat, wasn't he? I think he'd be a bit more confident this time, maybe, about I his chances. I think so, yeah. I mean, he was texting the other day about the Arsenal results and he wasn't too happy about that, but I think overall he's more pleased than he, wa- than he would be when we spoke to him last. Yeah, looking um, forward to reading him. I think, yeah, Arsenal just destroyed him. We'll come back before then. We've got United, Arsenal, Norwich and then... Sunderland, so we've got a few to try and fit in before I've, the end of the month. Four wins will be commenting on there, no problem at all. And we're also uh, <laughs> we're also having the Everton supporters trust. Um, yes, on soon. Andy, uh, who's been direct messaging me, uh, is keen to come on the show. And, and to be honest, I'm keen to listen to him to see what what because I'm not really we should be, you know, but I'm not I'm not really clued up on what 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 all that entails so it'd be good to get an insight well, into that he can come on and have a say and yeah. we, we, you know we've always said from the start we, we'll have more guests it's just the logistics of getting the guests together and yeah. um, someone letting us rent their pub out for the night you know? <laughs> anti-pubs that's what we need that's when it gets a bit messy yeah we don't need weather spoons with the pest heads in the corner screaming at us <laughs> like the season review one <laughs> but anyway thanks very much for listening everyone thank you very much and uh, a reminder that we are available on SoundCloud, Everton Fan Focus, um, iTunes, Everton Fan Focus, uh, all one word, or I think it comes up if you just put in all one word. We'll also potentially uh, upload to YouTube soon, which I think it just gives a bit more people accessibility depending on what platform you use. So, okay. as ever, thanks very much for everyone for listening, and we'll speak to you again soon. See you now. See ya. Bye-bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.